Hey everyone, it's producer Jake. If you're hearing this, you're listening to a free preview of our special episode. To hear the whole special and all our bonus content, including additional interviews and mini episodes, just go to our Substack, AmericanPrestigePod.com. Thanks. So I think in other cases, when we've seen the, these terrible individual instances have huge structural implications, they exist at a multiplicity of crossroads. They, they, they reflect a bunch of different things. So so you, you were just talking about how this particular case had this particular impact, but could you maybe speak to some of the larger structural processes that are happening here and that are embodied by um, the response to this case? Sure. So the reason, uh, as I mentioned this, and I'm going to mention it again because you might want to just take this as a take this as a separate piece. But people are, who called for their protests and went into these protests are calling for three different things. So one is for accountability on the uh, death and custody of Masa Amini. The other is the elimination and overturn of all laws, oh, mandatory hijab laws. And the third one is is to end the violent enforcement of the laws. And I think this is important to mention this because some people are asking for the elimination of the morality police, but other people are saying, no, no, that's not enough because we're being policed in other ways. It's not just the morality police and we just need to end this, you know, the law once and for all. So these protests are significant in the fact that it's the very first time that people around the country are going out on a demand that has to do with women's rights and about a woman. You know, people criticize the, you know, Iranian Islamic Republic of Iran uh, for the discrimination that it promotes against women and discrimination, legal discrimination, social discrimination, but they've never really been able to or willing to take risks at this level. Iranian women have, the Iranian women's movement has, they've organized protests and some women have joined them, but this broad base of protests across the country in small cities and neighborhoods that you would never expect, it really is significant because it's the first time and it's around, it's the rallying cry for this is a woman who was killed and the issue of hijab. But we can't deny the fact that people are just fed up as well, that they have a lot of economic pressure, that they're fed up with the lack of accountability of the government, that they're fed up with the corruption, that they're fed up with the political, you know, impasses that exist, that they're just kind of fed up and they're out expressing their frustration. And I think economic crisis plays a really big deal, big, big factor in, in people's, um, uh, you know, uh, frustration and their dissatisfaction with their government. But also, I think the political process is something that they're very disillusioned with. We had the lowest turnout uh, in the last elections. Now we have a government and, you know, a state system that's almost wholly controlled by hardliners. And they have a very different approach, especially to women uh, and, you know, to social issues. So I think people are generally very frustrated. Can we talk a little more about the nature of the government's response and what you've seen, uh, you know, get, tell people, you know, kind of explain to people uh, what that response has entailed so far. And then, you know, maybe we could talk about 